Hey, how's it going? Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for being here on another episode of the Ed Talks Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about achieving peace. Now, how many of y'all releasing peace? How many of y'all try to meditate before and it just didn't quite happen for you? So you, you was like, meditation, let me do it. And then you like sitting down and you're like, and then two seconds later, a bunch of stuff pop up in your head and you're trying to navigate through all of these things in your mind. And it just seems like, uh, it seems way easier said than done. And you don't know how to do it. Or how many of y'all have been thinking about how useful meditation was for you in the past? And while you're sitting down, you're like, I am so anxious, so worried, so tired right now, but yet you still can't get yourself to go out, sit down and meditate. That's why I'm hosting this podcast here to share to you how to get yourself to meditate, how to get yourself to do it. It's almost as if at some point we have to convince ourselves to do the things that are good for us. And I know how that is because I do it every single day. So it's a lot of convincing that needs to be done. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. How do you get the work done? What is the secrets of how to get yourself to do it? Well, one thing I always ask myself when I'm sitting down and I feel out of it is how do I alleviate this mental fog? Or a lot of times I ask myself, how do I get back at peace? Or how do I focus my energy? So sometimes your energy is all over the place and you feel very anxious and the only way to calm down is to calm down. But yourself, you're just so turned up that you can't get yourself to calm down. So it's the decision. As soon as you make the decision, like I'm going to go out, I'm going to go do it, then you're in it. Then you're starting to do it. But unless that decision to meditate comes about, then you never do it. And because of that, you found yourself still stressed, still anxious. Because you say, I need to meditate. I need to sit still. I need to sit still. And you know it works. 
but yet you never do it because for some reason your mind keeps convincing you that it's going to take so much out of you to be at peace, right? Because in your head, you're thinking, you know, I'm thinking so much or I'm so anxious right now. So you're like, ah, this is going to be so much work just to get myself to be quiet or to be at peace. It's not that much work to get yourself um, to be at peace or to be quiet. It's just that that pattern of thinking like, I don't know if I can do it, stopping you. So I'm saying that to say, just do it. <laughs> like literally, even when you don't feel like it, even when you don't feel like going outside and sitting down and just getting your mind to be still, you just got to do it. You know, I wish I can tell you that there's like a little secret that that's going to change your um, way of thinking about it right away. But it's almost like every day you got to be so conscious of how you're feeling and how your emotions are. Uh, are they driving you? Or are you driving them? And then take the action to prime yourself to peace. So conscious awareness is the number one way of letting yourself um, know when is it that I need to do this. So let's say I'm sitting down and you catch yourself in five minutes looking at 20 different things, which means you had one thing to do today. <laughs> you had like one project, but in five minutes, you kept looking at all types of stuff that had nothing to do with what you're looking for. This means that your mind is now running. And if your mind is running, it's time to allow it to slow down and chill. So you're like, okay, my mind is running. How do I stop it from running? What's the secret? Well, first of all, you have to notice my mind is running. So I want, I want to ask you this. Do you notice when your mind is running? Do you notice when you're a little bit anxious? I did an episode called Recognizing the Signs of Stress, where I talk about there are signs that let you know when you're stressed. And... If you find yourself drinking a lot of coffee and then you feel yourself very overstimulated, for me, that feels like I have a, a tremendous amount of energy. Like, you know how you have butterflies or you know how you have when you're excited, that feeling? It's almost like it's outside your body when you're overstimulated with caffeine. That's also a form of anxiety. You almost feel like you have little, little bugs running through your skin and you're like cold at the same time. That's how I can explain it. Sometimes you even feel like a little knot in your stomach of like worrying about it too. So those are signs that A, something needs to be switched. A, a, a movement, a breath, a movement, a breath, a sound. So yesterday I talked about four ways to calm down your mind. A sound, a breath, and a movement. So you're like, how do I get myself to meditate? Well, what's the first thing you notice? Stress. What's up? What's up? You notice stress. So that stress should lead into an action. Now, if you're going to take an action of setting up your yoga mat and putting your incense and doing all, if you, if the action has to take more than five minutes, there is a chance you're not going to do it. So the quickest action you can take when you notice that you're stressed is a simple deep breath. You're like, really? That's it? Yes. That's going to start the point of relaxation. So you're sitting at your desk 
And from time, you, this is going to happen at least 10 to 20 times a day, okay? You're going to notice a stress, a, something that stressed you, a thought, a feeling, a tightness, an emotion, something that's stressing you out. Your kid just knocking at your door. Something going to come up today that's going to stress you out. Now, when that stress comes, don't just go find a way to suppress the stress or stress more by drinking a cup of coffee. Change your coffee with a breath. So just take a deep diaphragm breath. And from that, allow that sense of relaxation to say, hey, how can I get more of this? It's like a fix, right? You get your first fix of breath, and then you're like, how can I get more of this breathing? How can I get more of this prana? Now your mind, because if one minute solved a bunch of minutes of stress, if one minute helped you so much in relaxing, you don't you think your mind is now convinced that, hey, you know what, I can give this 10 minutes. But let's say you're sitting down and you're stressed, you didn't practice noticing it all day, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna set a time at 4 p.m. to meditate. You see that? Now, we've made meditation a scheduled thing, a thing I'm gonna go do, and we didn't make it a response, as in, in a way to realign my physiology, psychology, my entire being, to make my body and mind sound again, which is what health is. So a lot of times we adopt things just so we say we do them. Oh yeah, I meditate. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. But it's not for the kudos of doing it, but it's for the solution of what you get when you do it. It's not so you can join this meditation club. I, I'm sorry to break it to you, there's no meditation club. There's only a healing club. There's only a growth club, a seeking club. So which means don't identify with meditation just because it's cool. Do it because you realize I'm stressed and there is, I need to realign myself. And that mentality then gets you to do it all day and every day. Another thing, another form of meditation that, that I say is the Bible says meditate on my word. So what that means is when you listen to sounds and when you listen to positive encouragement, the Bible or reading or listening, that's almost like a form of meditation. Now, you, you could be thinking about it, but I say when you're paying extreme focus to the words and to the meaning, there's a lot of other things you're not now thinking about. So I also say, if you can't get yourself to meditate, then listen to something like this throughout the day as a form of music, and you're gonna get empowered and you're gonna find yourself outside meditating. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Plus, while you're listening to it, it's gonna get you in flow, it's gonna get you focused, and also gonna bring up your, bring up your awareness, okay? So sometimes I say something, and then you notice it within you, right? So I'm gonna say, all right, I want you to notice how your shoulders feel right now. Do they feel like they're relaxed, or do they feel tight, right? Do you feel like you're holding them up, or do they just feel like they're just dropped and relaxed? As I just said that, your brain just took that information in, and you sort of kind of did it without doing it. Or even without consciously thinking about it, you couldn't help yourself but notice how my shoulder is tight or if it's loose. Now, what did that do to your mind? It just raised up your awareness or it just got you to be aware about that now. So audio is like I say, it's an input that brings about an output. It brings about in a result. They call this in tech called uh, garbage in, garbage out. 
What you put in is what you get out. So if you put in good information, you get the good thing back on the screen, you get what you need. So anyways, by consuming, your mind then starts to bring awareness. So I remember when I was listening to Wayne Dyer. At first, I used to listen to a lot of Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Eric Thomas. And then I started listening to Lane Dw uh, Wayne Dyer, and then I started listening to, what's his name again? Okay, I'll stick with Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer was very different from the other motivational speakers. Then I listened to Jim Rohn. Then I was like, Wayne Dyer is not pumping me up. <laughs> He's not like motivational to the point where I just feel like I need to get off my seat and I need to run and I need to just, yes, right now. <laughs> Wayne Dyer didn't do that. Then I realized not everybody like this, right? Somebody just left because it was like, you're doing too much. So, but what Wayne Dyer did was Wayne Dyer, um, he just literally shared his reasonings in a very introspective type of way. It really got me to think. It really got me to really ponder about it and look at the different facets of it. And I really thought about when I would be worrying and he'd be talking about how these thoughts are just waves and energies and frequencies and vibrations and I can disassociate and I can focus on my breath. When I listen to Wayne Dyer, I didn't just get pumped up to do things. The listening itself was the doing of the things because he brought up my awareness level to a point where while I heard him talk, I was actually applying what I was hearing and I was being in tune with it. And these are the things that eventually changed my life, got me to be focused on them. When I became my best studier, when I became my best student, as in I studied myself because the teacher in my head or the sounds that I'm listening to is also bringing about that awareness, all right? So that's why Wayne Dyer is one of my favorite speakers. Now, I want you to notice something. <laughs> Look at the hat I'm wearing. <laughs> Wayne Dyer wears the same hat. Funny. It's funny. My whole life is funny. And <laughs> how all these things happen like this. But I'm saying, when you start your growth process, things are gonna start to amaze you. When you start to learn that it's about the awareness and making the changes when you notice, when you know this, you start to know this, then your life starts to evolve. So how to get yourself to meditate, start with not doing meditation just to do it, but doing it to alleviate your current state of imbalance, alleviate your current state of not of wanting to do something, go somewhere, want, feeling spark, feeling like you can't stay still. So if you feel like you can't sit still, then it's either A, something is not sitting right with you, B, you're not sitting right with you, or C, you're not sitting right. That's deep. I never said it like this before. Every day I say something very differently. One of the things, something is not sitting right with you, which means you have something in your mind that you're thinking about that there's a resolution that needs to be done. So I talked about internal conflicts, conflicts last week, so I'm not going to talk about it. So something needs to be resolved within yourself. So something is not sitting right with you. But it can be somebody did something that's not sitting right with you. Somebody acted some way that's not sitting right with you. Somebody, something in your life. Or the election is not sitting right with you. And then there's another thing is you're not sitting right with you, which means 
you feel indifferent in your own body, you don't feel comfortable in your body, and your mind is not a place of cultivation, it's a place of apprehension, which means you're worried a lot, you're scared, you're not sure what's about to happen. So that's another state. So when you're not sitting right with you, you blame yourself, you shame yourself, you guilt trip yourself, and you feel really bad. We've all been through it. I remember when I moved home and it was a point, it was my lowest point ever because I remember when I said in college, I'm never moving home. So one day I moved home, I had my Honda, to my Honda, my Honda car. And then the next day I wake up, I'm like, the car is gone. I'm like, this was the last valuable piece of thing I had. <laughs> and then it went missing. And I, I was like, did somebody steal my car? Um, no, it, it got took back. <laughs> so that sucked. And I didn't know that the next four months was about to be a major depression for me, right? And before, up until that point, my entire brand was on motivation and it was on the grind. It was on building your dreams, building your empire, becoming the next top CEO, which means that's what I really talked about because that was my major mission. But at some point, I fell into a deep depression and I found myself ignoring all these ambitions I had and I found myself not motivated anymore. So I really thought to myself, I was like, dang, if depression can cause you to not be motivated, which means you can work so hard on everything, you could build up your dreams, build up your goals, but once you hit that big thing that hurts, that really feels horrible, that you feel like you can't overcome it, you're gonna get in a mental state where your money can't get you out of, where your status can't get you out of, where you thinking you're the top dog can't get you out of, the only thing that can get you out of is your ability to manage yourself. So I went on a journey and I remember reading the book, The Power of Now, changed my life because I started adopting the concept of living in the moment, of mindfulness. That's when I shifted my focus from just, yo, get on your grind, be ambitious, be motivational. Then I realized, yo, I'm a train, I'm a fitness coach. So I help people with their bodies. So I need to help people with their minds and bodies and health and nutrition. So that way, when they do achieve all of their goals, they won't hit that down point of depression or imposter syndrome. They can be able to manage their own wellness, make their minds sound again. So that's when I sought out to learn things like Qigong and Tai Chi, learning how to cultivate and balance your energy. Because I realized that no matter how much you work and you get what you want, there's some point your mind itself is gonna come back and try to beat you up. Your mind beating up on you. So I realized that we cannot escape our mental capacities, but we can manage it better. God gave us all of these things for us not to, not to just uh, be a burden to us. Our mind is not a burden. It's a tool of progress. It's a tool of cultivation. It's not a burden. I mean, if you're at home right now and you've got the greatest tool on earth and it became a burden, then I'm here to say to you, it's time to learn how to manage it better, right? Now, I'm not here to tell you how to manage your business. Now, I share strategies on how to manage yourself so you can manage the business. When you learn how to manage the business of yourself, 
so many things in your life is going to change. You're gonna be able to change your state. Like one hour you could be really down, the next hour you've able to prime yourself out of it. How many of you would enjoy that? How many of you would enjoy the power of being able to change your current mental state because you have the information about how your mind works and you have the inspiration. You're getting in the spirit of knowing that, yo, this is gonna change how I'm feeling right now and I'm willing to do it no matter what. You know, so how to get yourself to meditate is to notice that you can't afford not to meditate. It's to realize that you can't afford not to take some time to be at peace. You can't afford not to manage your sanity, your health, your wellness, your, your mental capacity to put seeds of abundance, words of encouragement, fuel for your spirit. You can't afford not to do it. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.